All right, so welcome to Global Talk, where we're talking about fashion, nation building, music, and today's news. Stand up and stay tuned. Listen up. This is Troop Nation. What's up, y'all? I'm Vine. And this is Andrew. And welcome to Global Talk. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. Welcome to Global Kings. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the new release of a long anticipated movie coming to America 2. Um, this had been 30 years since the last uh, movie came out, I think like 1988, something like that. Uh, so we were very excited to see this movie. Um, personally, I was, uh, I was. I have mixed feelings about it. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was entertaining, but it did have some uh, parts in the movie that was kind of like, like what? Little head scratches. But um, what did y'all think? Because we've all seen it, and anybody who hasn't seen it at this point, you know, it'll be a spoiler. But what did y'all think when y'all saw it? Was this like a? Was this like a? celebration or acknowledgement of African culture, black culture, or did it kind of fall short of representing uh, both cultures, African-American and African culture? Did it fall short or did it meet expectations? Uh, It tripped and fell. (laughs) (laughs) In my opinion. (laughs) It tripped and fell, in my opinion. It did not meet African culture. Um, Uh it, It was entertaining far as something to mm-hmm. watch, but it would be like one of those things you don't go see in the theaters to pay for. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those type of movies that too much of a spinoff, um, but too much of the same type of people. Like Some of these people, that the barbershop people, I get why they put them back in the movie, but in 30 years from now, there was 80 in the movie before. It can't be 30 years <laughs> later. I'm there, what, 129? Like, you know what I'm saying? Something like yeah. that. I'm just saying. It's just like uh, they put, they try to add all the same characters as before and I get it, but some of the people that was um, in the previous movie, I didn't think had to be in the newer movie. Um, I do like the son's character as a, as him having a son, but the actor himself, uh, the role wasn't his role, his best role, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um that's the first time I seen them on screen personally. Um, but it, it was it was too cliche on a lot of different things, a lot of head scratchers, like Vaughn said. Mm-hmm. Uh this movie was I give it out of a hundred, uh, a C plus, a seventy five, you know, something to watch when you're not really doing anything. Uh it was entertaining, but it wasn't meeting to it is a lot of black stereotypes. It was it was a mm-hmm. lot of uh uncertainties of what's about to happen next and then everything in per scene was jumbled up it was it was it was like a rush movie but it was really long at the same time if that makes sense like i feel like they threw everything together to try to make it make sense for everybody um from the last coming to america one but not everything needs a remake and they even said that in the movie not everything everything needs a sequel they said it in the movie you know, so uh Oh wow. Yeah, they 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 was walking in some like garden party. I'm like, You're damn you're damn right, you know, you don't need that. <laughs> and um 
I don't know. It was too many uh for me, too many spoilers before the movie actually came out that uh, it was Rick Ross house. So uh-uh. it took away it took away from Africa feel that it was Rick Ross house. Too many spoilers before the movie actually was for everyone to see. It was Rick Ross house. That was Rick Ross house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, see, oh, I, I, it was all over Instagram all week. So you know, um, it, like he made sure he got a scene in the movie. They using his house. This was the mean. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, I just that's he said. He said y'all gonna y'all gonna pay to use my house, and I'm that I'm taking some credit <laughs> for being in the film. Oh, yeah, he was. So, oh yeah, he yeah. in his bag. Oh, yeah. he was in his bag actually. Yeah. But Troop, I definitely agree that they did um, play on certain stereotypes. What didn't sit right with me was the stereotype of the baby mama, ghetto baby mama from the Mm -hmm. Americas that they had Leslie Jones play. And it grinds my gears that every time she plays a role, (laughs) that is what she's casted to do, to be the loud, big, ugly girl that nobody wants. So she has to, like, force herself onto you. Mm -hmm. Like, they really played onto that role. And I think they even called her, like, a banshee or something to describe um, how he got her pregnant. A wild boar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She can't get herself pregnant. Like, that that whole scene just kind of pissed me off. And they played into her stereotype the whole movie. The whole entire movie. And that's what bothers me. Like he didn't go to Queens to fight his wife in the first place. Yeah. But now that he got a baby mama from Queens, he's embarrassed. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the to me, some of the best parts of the movie was the throwback scene they was trying to remember. So you know, you see the highlights of back then, then they reflected to today. It was like how they were doing the both scenes. That was uh, mm-hmm. the best to me, personally. Um, I thought that was uh, creative to put as much as they did from the before and put it into the new to try to move along the story, but it was just still, to me, in my opinion, too much. Mm-hmm. It's like they were relying on the old storyline to build this one instead of actually like making this one flow. Like we didn't need all the flashbacks. We didn't need all the right. old characters. Right. And so I feel like this this movie definitely fell short. And for them to be a, what was Kamunda? Kamunda? Zamunda. Zamunda. And then they put the McDonald's. I, I mean the McDowell's in the middle of Africa. Oh man, that hit my man, that pissed me off. They put a I didn't feel Dowell. any African culture in this movie. Not none whatsoever besides what they wore. Yeah. Uh, the 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 dress yeah. made it African and the way they spoke made it uh the African feel, but it didn't resonate as an African movie at all. Um, I, I mean, can I ask y'all something? Mm-hmm. So, the the um, stereotypical uh, roles we see, like I want to talk talk about that. So, like, why is it important to have like a good representation of black people on film because you know most people when you talk to them after they've seen this film they say it was entertaining they say it was funny but 
you know, representation matters. Like, mm-hmm. and when that when the movie first opened, you know, we saw Leslie Jones' character, you know, the single baby mom, and you know, kind of portrayed a little, uh, you know, a little on the on the ratchet side. You know, what I'm saying thing with the son. So like, why do, why is it important to like have better representation in these movies? For okay, so when I when when I first saw this movie, like I said, I seen it for the first time today. Um, and for me, when they had the scene where the son had the interview and they played the stereotypes, the whole scene, the whole scene when he was getting an interview, he didn't get the job. He played the uh, it was like the white versus the black, both stereotypes, and it was it was just like why, why do that? And it, it seems like every movie that anybody that is rich had to come from a struggle, which is not true. Everybody who who had, like, the baby mama, the son who couldn't get a job, but come up until his money because he found his long-lost dad who haven't been around in his life for 30 years. Come on now. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't go down to the store and he never came back. He didn't even know he had a son. Two, just, like, it just played on so many stereotypes that uh, absent father leads to this, just like in the scene. Just mm-hmm. like in the scene. They said it. I feel like they, they played they did this movie to spark up conversation like this because it, it made no sense of how much stereotype it had. It told you it was doing stereotypes in the movie. And I'm like, I get it, but the movies back then compared to the movies now are completely changed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is action comedy and not action. Or everything has a comedy type feel to it instead of just being what the movie actually should be about. And um, black people don't always got to come from struggle to make it somewhere. Like, um, I mean, it's a lot of people's stories, but it's not everyone's story. So what they're trying to do is appease to the massive and, and like, well, he came from nothing to now having a whole kingdom. And But at the same time, they got to throw Ratchet in there. You see they advertising Pepsi and they advertising Ciroc and all these different big brands to advertise their movies, you know. I'm like, they did a whole little scene for this. And I'm like, it doesn't always have to be that way at all, to me, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. You know, for me, like, why do we have to, like, tear down our image for the sake of somebody else's entertainment? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the part that bothers me. It's like, you know, black people are funny. Just you can have a conversation with a black person, you're gonna find something funny about what they're saying, or like we just we know how to naturally entertain. And this is like, I hate that we got to reach for the stars and be, you know, just go super over the top just to get the laugh. And I just feel Thanks. like out of the scenes in the movie, like, um, like Tracy Morgan's character, you know, you know, the the, the uncle who uh, with the, with the chain kind of reminded you like the last OG. Like, why do we have to, like, condemn ourselves just to make other people laugh? And, you know, most people are just going to say, it's just a movie, you know, don't have expectations for, you know, any you know, black film. But it's like, yo, like, representation matters. And I just get Absolutely. tired of seeing, like, the, the single baby mom narrative, you know, the, the, the ain't shit 30-year-old man, he can't find his, you know, can't get his life together. It's like, you know, these roles are always being played by us, mm-hmm. and that, that becomes the reality. That's how people really look at us, based off of what they see on the yeah. show. So, 
I just think, man, it, it was just so cringy to watch like these scenes. And um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't a fan of it. I would agree. Yeah. I think it's so important to keep stereotypes in mind in movies and in media and in social media because us observing the movie we know that it's a joke but people from other countries that's the only representation of us that they have and that's what pissed me off so much so when you compare this movie and I know they're two separate movies but it has similar concepts to um, Black Panther you can see the difference in how they try to Mm -hmm. um, bring our personalities our intelligence our culture into play Mm -hmm. so they definitely I feel like with the wool over our eyes. Mm. Yeah, and it was a lot of play on from Black Panther as well in that movie that um like the the son kind of favored Chadwick a little bit. Um just in a You co- think so? Just in a couple scenes he did. Um, oh no. Nah. <laughs> like, just in a couple scenes. It, I don't know. I I kind of I had that feel. Um, oh, like what he had on? Yeah, yeah. Like how they yeah. try to oh, okay. play it similar. I'm not saying like like they look alike. I'm just saying how they he tried to make the portray. yeah portray. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, um, the movie to me, like I said, I give it a C. I give it a C. It's something to watch when you're not doing anything. That's more one of those Netflix and chill movies. Um, it's, it's 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 not a movie that you're just gonna watch two or three times in a row, and and. Nothing like that. Um, I give the movie a C, and it it was a it was a trip and fall. It wasn't. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch this tomorrow again, and I'm. Yeah, it was a uh, it was it was it was that. I I agree. I agree. I would give it a C as well. Mm-hmm. Um, expectations for this movie was not very high. You know, it's it's hard to. Um, you know what we that's another thing to tie in like the difference between movies in the 80s and the movies now. Like, if you watch the first coming to America, you know what was genius about that movie was they didn't try too hard to make you laugh. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just naturally funny. Like, (laughs) like, y'all remember that scene, like, in the first one, when Randy Watson walked on stage in that tight-ass blue suit with a big gut and a jury jury curl? Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't have to play some loud music and he didn't have to say nothing. He just walked in and had that ridiculous outfit on with that jerry curl and you just laugh. Like, but it just felt natural. And I feel like now these movies, they're too scripted. Uh, they're always trying to reach for the punchline. They don't feel natural. Uh, they, you know, I feel like these actors and actresses have to yell and scream and be over the top just to get the funny out. And it's just like, it, it just don't feel real. It just mm-hmm. feels fake, you know. I think another mistake that they made was trying to ab- appeal to multiple generations. So mm-hmm. y'all said that it came out 30 years ago. I, I mean, me personally, I wasn't even born. So, of course, I watched mm-hmm. the movie later on in my life. But for them to put it out 30 years later, and it's kind of like they're trying to appeal to the 80s crowd, the 90s babies, 
the 18, 15 year olds now. Yeah. So it was like too much going on. Yeah. Either you're doing a remake of an original mm. or you're creating a whole new movie. Yeah. So it gave me, you know, a scary movie, how they like do plays on regular movies. Yeah. That's what it felt oh, like. Right, right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And that, that, that was kind of the difficult thing to watch too. Like you're trying mm-hmm. to, uh, like when you bring back the old characters, that's cool. But the, the if you haven't seen Coming to America, the first one, you wouldn't really, you can't really a, a, attach yourself to these characters. The only thing you can attach yourself to is the storyline and, you know, how it looks. But yeah, it was very confusing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you we want to have this nostalgic feeling like, oh, uh, the guys from the barbers, uh, you know, Zamunda, and it's kind of like I don't know, just like kind of kind of like new, new thing in movies now. It just don't feel it just don't feel natural. But, but I see your point. It it, it definitely was a, it was a drag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was. Don't get right. Has some funny parts, but I don't know if I was laughing with them or at them. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Um. I would I probably wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it was it was yeah. It it is what it is. Um Okay. Yeah, what happened to Troop? Troop, yeah. Yeah. Who would you say was your favorite character in this rerun or remake? My favorite character Hmm. My favorite character was his oldest daughter. Mm. Uh, I think I forget her name in the movie. Uh, Mika, or is it Meek? Mika or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, but I liked her character. She was strong. Um, she was disciplined. She was like, kind of like a carbon copy of what Akeem was. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see her frustration too, like she worked all her life to be the heir of his throne, even as a woman. Um, like, even though that, that goes against, you know, Zamunda law or whatever, but she was mm-hmm. prepared to take, like, take the heir. So I kind of, like, felt her character. Like, she, she did a dope job. Yeah. She was one yeah. of the ones that actually made sense. The older sister right. made sense to me uh, that she felt like she was getting her place taken by a newcomer. I felt like uh, mm. she had a right to feel that way. Like, who is this person coming in trying to take over? Yeah. Um, I resonated with her character because, um, for one, she was really she was beautiful. It <laughs> 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 was good, but uh, no. But I feel like when you when you work your life for something, and it can be snatched away at the drop of a dime, it's like. What you know? It's kind. It kind of. I don't know. I kind of felt that. Like, mm. dang, that's messed up. But then um, I did like the roles of all the sisters and how they were very protective and mannerable and um, in all their scenes. Mm. Um, I did like how that was portrayed and all of that. But I didn't like the club scene at the end of the movie, towards the end where they were shouting out Ciroc. And I mean, I remember you know she's from Queens, so she had another friend that was from Queens that's in Zamunda. I get it. But it wasn't it wasn't it for me. It wasn't mm. it for me. It didn't do it for me. 
I just don't you doubt about that part of the movie, to be honest. You know what, Troop? I kind of, I kind of like the the friendship between the baby mama and the new, uh, the new Mr. one. Jones character. I kind of, yeah, that that kind of felt good because you know, at first they right. didn't like each other, but towards the end of the movie, like uh, Lisa's character, you know, the queen, she like, oh, she's from my hood, like mm-hmm. she's from where I'm from, and she kind of bought her back. To that reality, like it's okay to get drunk, have fun. Okay, okay, I guess so. I kind of, I did like that dynamic. Yeah. Mm, movie was. Mm, that's all I could say. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like I feel like they try to play the Disney role, the the HBO type of role. It, it was just, it was catered to too many people, and not what the movie should have been about. It was just catered to too many people. That threw me off. It wasn't uh, an original um, part two. It was a play on. It, it just felt like a a grown up Disney movie. That's how I can yeah. I can I, I label it as a grown up Disney movie. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I kind of I kind of liked um, Wesley Snipes' role, and it's not. Mm. For any type of complex reason, I just like the way that he played it. Every time he walked in the room, he walked in with like a little dance shimmy. <laughs> yeah, like he still had that swag a little yeah. bit coming yeah. through that OG flavor. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> hey, he's actually funny. I I I be thinking sometimes he's a comedian. Like he's a multi multi uh, purposeful actor. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, I be forgetting he played. No, nah, you can't forget Blade. You can't oh, forget. Wow. Blade. You can't forget. You know that. what I'm saying? Like he's <laughs> he's a black belt. He's a black belt and can whoop somebody ass, but can like shimmy, like you said, shimmy across mm-hmm. the room. Like I'm glad they putting yeah. him back in movies because he still look like a killer. Yeah, I'm glad they putting him back in movies because they definitely blackballed him for a while. Wesley Snipes deserve an Oscar to me. Um, one of the very few. He played so many roles from the '90s. From gangsters to to a vampire, vampire killer, um, multi-purpose yeah. type of actor. He's great, and um, he deserves more accolades yeah. than what he's getting, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Do you know if there's a reason why he was blackballed? Uh, I know he he went he went like he went taxes, but he he shot a lot of movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he shot a lot of movies overseas, and That's he said, true. "Well, if I'm paying, if I'm if I'm shooting these movies overseas, why do I have to pay American taxes?" Was his argument, and I felt I felt that. Wow. I felt that. Like, if I'm shooting these movies not in America, why am I paying taxes on my dollar? You know, right? Whereas there's a lot of white billionaires that still sending their companies overseas and don't have to pay yeah. taxes. You know, kick them while you down, and, and that's how they've been doing this for a while. I thought it was because he didn't want to put on. No, dress. he put on dresses. It could no, be that no. too. What, what's he when? Look at the in the movie. It was him. Wesley has wore a dress uh, in the movie. You want to know? Oh wow! I'm about to take y'all to a throwback in the '80s. Um, it's an older movie. They were like uh, a Wild Wild West type of movie. Um, he wore a dress back then. Him, wow. all the greats besides Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Google that. Yeah. All the greats besides Dave Chappelle. War dress. Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, wow. uh, Wesley. Sp- 
that's a shame they gotta wear a dress to be um to kind of like cross that you, threshold. You know what it is? Because in, in history, in all our history, get, black people were never uh, gay. You know, I don't want to put that out there. In gay gay roles, it was normally the white characters that was in those mm-hmm. roles. And then throughout history, you can see who did what to who to to enforce that. You know, it's not in our DNA per se. I would say to. Um, I mean, in this day and age, it is what it is. But in those, it was very much frowned upon to be that way. And then, I mean, today, don't get me wrong. If you like who you like, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, but they all had to wear dresses to be a crossover. And in this day and age, it's not acceptable. But in those terms, it was edgy, especially for black men to do it. You know, you if you're a straight man. If you are a straight man, I don't believe you should put on the dress um, to please other people, to get fans or anything like that. If you are uh, whatever else uh, you want to be, I mean, cool, but I don't feel like you should have to uh, change your perception of who you are, even as an actor, to play a role in the dress. Um, it's, I don't know. Oh, who else? Tyler Perry, he had to do it. All of these people have made millions and billions of dollars acting like women. Mm-hmm. And um not saying it's wrong. It just why do you have to be a woman? Cause all every generation is gonna look at this as well, he did it, he did it. And then you're gonna have young little boys mm-hmm. trying to be in a dress to be cool. And not saying that you yeah. know, it just I feel like they trying to make like have you seen nine nine binary children now at for you yeah yeah you can't i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know i know we off subject with that but man i just i no it's it's definitely on it's on subject yeah we're talking about stereotypes in in films and um i think a good movie everybody needs to see is um hollywood shuffle that robert townsend movie in 19 uh, i think Mm. like the 80s or something like that but he talks about that, how we went from black exploitation and like these, uh, like the pimp mm-hmm. and whole role in the seventies, and then we moved to the eighties, and you know now, we, you know now we playing the, the drug, and the criminal, and then you know we get to the nineties, and you know now you playing, you know the, the, the feminine role, role in every movie. movie. Yeah, man, and stuff. yeah, it's like, um, you know, if, if the person who controls the narrative can ultimately control the movement, exactly. Of the if 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 I'm taking people, if I'm taking uh, black people out of the role of uh, playing like Black Panthers and playing strong, masculine, feminine roles, and I put them in a dress, now it's like I, I'm controlling the image of this mm-hmm. type of person. So yeah. you're stopping it. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at it now. Um, most of our young black men who are on TV now, they either bisexual. A completely homosexual, um, you know, people. So it's like representation matters. Like, mm-hmm. and I, 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 <clears throat> I like what Dave Chappelle did. You know, they tried to alter his show, alter his image. He left. Mm-hmm. They called him crazy, but he was willing to bite that bullet. He said, "I'm not selling my soul just so you can, um, you know, demasculate mm-hmm. me." So mm-hmm. I think more people in Hollywood stand up gotta, for themselves. You go, yeah. you go in a room full of people who want to peer pressure you. 
and you don't want to say no to appease your peers. You got to think about it. If everybody in the room doesn't look like you, I wouldn't. I, who's the real victim? Then? You know, these these people are not just falling under peer pressure. They're victims to me, um, because you you have yeah. thirty people in the room telling you you should do something, and or you're fired, mm-hmm. or you, you can't work, or they blackball you, or you can't get another gig if you don't do it. You see what they did to um um um. Not what's the what's the uh precious what's the uh I can't even think Monique. Yeah, Monique. You, you, she. Uh, no, no, oh, her precious? daughter was precious. <laughs> I couldn't think. I couldn't think. I couldn't think of her name. It's like, it's I like the name. I had a brain. I had, like a, the, I had a little brain. Like skip. The names replace all. Yeah, I had a brain skip for a second, but <laughs> they. You see, she's not in anything anymore because she says she's not working for free. She says she's the high, the most right. highly woman decorated comedian in the world, and she is. But she can't get a, she can't get right. nothing because she called out the richest people in the world, which I don't want to call out their names on here because you know we starting off. <laughs> I don't want them pulling this up in ten years and like what you say, you know. So you know, it just if you if you play ball, you go farther, but you have to literally sacrifice who you are for that. But what if the black entertainment community, instead of making fun of Monique when she said that they were trying to blackball her and, you know, belittle her, what if they said, okay, I'm not going to take this Netflix contract either. I'm not going to do this either. And like stood by her. I feel like eventually the system would have had to break. But because everyone went along with trying to make her look crazy, her protest didn't not do nothing. anything. And that, and that's the that's messed up. So that's just what we gotta. That's the problem with entertainment right now. Everyone's like scared because to they, step up and support other people. You know they they got up. this thing called cancel yeah. culture right now, right? But think about who's all uh, canceling. Who mm-hmm. these are not black people trying to cancel. Black people are canceling other people off. Coons. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. Listen, we we cancel coons and white supremacists. That's who we cancel. If you that's coon, the goal. You don't speak up for black people, and you constantly selling yourself out, cooning. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. If you're open white supremacist, you can't. I mean, but yeah, yeah. Period. I mean, I wish that was cases for everything, but you know, it just in this world you gotta. It's it just too much. It's just too much for. I feel like what's going on. I feel like we weren't born to pay bills and follow follow all these trends. We supposed to be the trendsetters, you know. Mm. And, and I feel mm-hmm. like your friends, mm-hmm. your circle, they make you a star. You know what I'm saying? Look at all these people: Monique, Steve Harvey, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. These are all people who knew each other thirty years ago. These are all people who started in comedy when they all had a hundred dollars to their name, right? And they took all these years. And how yeah. do you do your friend like that 30 years from now? You've been knowing this person all their life. You know, Steve Harvey really dissed Monique, for real. You know, that's how I feel. He really, and she went on her show and said it. Went on his show and said it. And I'm like, man, that that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And for all the stereotypes in this coming to America movie, like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> you had some funny parts. Tiana Taylor played the hell out of that role. She was fine. You know what I'm saying? Woo! <laughs> Yeah, mm. but to me, she was one of the best characters, um, just because she looked good and she she did her thing in it. 
Um, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this was a coming to America too. This was more like a, um, I don't know. It wasn't even a spinoff. It, it, it the title, the title doesn't make the movie to me. It didn't make the movie. If if y'all were to want to see another sequel, uh, what movie would would that be? Mm. Another That's tough. Are we referring to a black influenced movie, or are we talking about any movie in general? Anything. Any movie. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's you tough. put on the spot there, buddy. Y'all, well, y'all not, honestly, I just, I just thought about it. I, mm. I just thought about that question. Mm. I would want to. I would want to see. Uh, yes. the last draft. Yes. I don't want to see I'm, the second one. I don't even remember that. Movie. You must testify. Uh-uh. Bruce Leroy. Man. <laughs> no, I remember whoa, it was whoa, stupid, but I don't remember. Yeah, false. <laughs> That it movie was, was so dope. To this that day, movie he caught crazy. the bullet in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there. With you consider that with booty tank? I can't, but booty tank. No, you did. Yeah, I sure did. She's a girl. I'm gonna call a girl moment on this one. That's a girl. Moment. <laughs> you definitely don't understand karate <laughs> movies. <if> you can. <laughs> Well, I don't remember the movie. I just remember some of the parts, and it was like really silly, like Booty Tank. Crickets. <laughs> Yo, they had a, they had a six, I'm sticking it a, to it. It was a six five man. I don't know. Remember Show Nuff? A six five dude. Man, what? With some shoulder Show Nuff? Like trying to call himself the greatest. Yeah. You possess. No, the I just like the I like the <laughs> message in that movie. That hey, I might even go watch that. That movie I can watch again and again and again. <laughs> I feel like if they remade that movie, it's gonna be just like all of them. They're gonna make it a Disney movie. So everybody can all they're trying to do is mm, get more people yeah. to come to the movie so more people can pay for it. So if I can get you, your kid, and your wife and husband, you yes. got three, four people in a movie theater, that's three incomes towards this movie. They're making it for so everybody can come now instead of being rated R and or or what it really is of what the movies should be. They're not doing it anymore. They're they're making it so all about the dollars and not what about the the direction of the movie, the filmmaker, the idea of what the movie is instead mm-hmm. of just the dollar amount. Like, oh, you know what they could have made another part of? You remember uh uh what's that Golden Child with Eddie Murphy back in the day? That movie was oh yeah. that was a good movie. That, yeah, they could turn that in movie, movie into like a modern day Black Mulan type deal if they're gonna do it like a Disney. You know what I'm saying? Because that movie. That movie was a good movie like right there. Movie. That was a good I, one. I would like to see another yes. Get Out. Me too. Me too. Mm. Me too. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's they've had so many messages in that movie, but there is still so I much agree. to be said. Yeah, there should definitely be a, a part two to mm-hmm. that. I agree with that one. That's a good one. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. I like where this is at. Yeah, so final response. One to ten. Ten being the best review. What would you give Coming to America to? Uh, Go ahead, Troop. A five. A solid five. 
I agree. Straight in the middle. What? Because, like, all right, my expectations was not half of this movie. Like, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't high. I mean, it's just hard to recapture the first coming to America. That movie was genius. This one, I just wasn't expecting much, but it was all over the place. So I gave it a six. That's fair. Five for me. It was entertaining, yet nowhere near as good as the first. It was just in the middle. It's something that you'll watch when you're bored, but not something you would pay for. And I'll close out on that one. What about you, Xander? Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I already had Amazon Prime and I didn't have to buy it. <laughs> okay. I was gonna, y'all didn't sign up for Amazon. No, no, already. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. Family, thank you so much for tuning in. Catch us next week on another episode of Global think Talk. Travel. And remember to and take think, think, travel. travel and Ooh. take flight. <laughs>